Hello and welcome to another 9-Minute Bible Study. Our starting point, Acts chapter 5, and let's start with verse 5 and 6. And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost, and great fear came on all them that heard these things. And the young men arose, wound him up, carried him out, and buried him. Now, we in the last lesson, we looked very closely at what Ananias did. He lied to the Holy Ghost. Satan played his emotions. He then, Ananias, made a conscious decision to do what the devil wanted him to do. Then he sinned against the Holy Ghost, and he what? Dropped dead. As we start today, three hours have passed. Remember what we said in our little example leading up to this. Ananias went first. Sapphira comes in three hours later. She's expecting the red carpet to be rolled out. After all, look what we have done. Ananias got the first round of glory. Now she'll walk in. She'll be treated like royalty. What she doesn't know is the result of Peter's visit with Ananias. And how Ananias, well, it didn't end well with him. Verse 7. It was about the space of three hours after when his wife, Sapphira, not knowing what was done, came in. And Peter asked, answered unto her, Tell me whether ye sold the land for so much. And she said, Yes, for so much. She is very much in on what's going on. Each person is still responsible for their own decision. If Sapphira would have said, no, we really only sold it for X amount, but we gave the church like 40% or whatever the number was, Sapphira would still be among the living. Why? She would not have been lying at that point. But Sapphira is very much in cahoots with what's going on. She lies also. What was Peter's reaction? Verse 9, how is it that ye have agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? Back to the warning. Do not try or test the Lord to see what you can get away with and still live to tell the tale. That's what they were doing. They thought they could get away with this. The Lord is sending a message. Be sure your sin will find you out. And then what happens? Just when the first guys who took out Ananias returns, Sapphira drops dead, and she gets to join her husband in the local cemetery. Why? They lied to the Holy Ghost. They tempted the Lord in the sense that, let's see as far to that line as we can get and not make the Lord upset. Well, it did not pay off for them. Now, I want us to look at the line we saw in verse 5, the last part of the verse, and great fear came on all them that heard these things, and also verse 11, and great fear came upon all the church, and upon as many as heard these things. Now, as far as the church, this sends a very strong message from the Lord. 
You don't play with the Holy Spirit. It is not a plaything. The Holy Spirit is not something that you go about and try to grieve in any way. This is a clear lesson and message to the church. It's also one to the community at large about how God will maintain discipline. It was, yes, not an honor and respect. This is a downright dread. But guess what? We need a healthy fear. We need a healthy fear in the sense that we know that if we do anything against the will of the Lord, like lying to the Holy Ghost, there is a consequence. Sometimes when people forget there's a consequence, they forget that there is actually something that will come back to haunt them later on. When one tempts the Lord, and by this we defined it as what? To tempt means to do something wrong and seeing if you can get away with it. That's what Ananias and Sapphira were doing. There's a consequence to that. You're going to find out it can't go as far as you think you can go. There is a consequence. There is a good, healthy fear when it comes to matters like this. Now, let's change the tone quite a bit as we hit the verse 12. And by the hand of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought or worked among the people. In other words, let's go back to chapter 4, where we saw verses 29 and 30. And grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word, and stretching forth your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus. What are we seeing in Acts 5.12? The fulfillment of Acts 4.30. The apostles, they prayed for mighty signs and wonders. What's happening here? Mighty signs and wonders, including preaching boldly the word of God. So, when we see chapter 5, verse 12, it's really the answer to the prayer in chapter 4, verses 29 and 30. And they, the rest of verse 12, were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. I would imagine, considering the size of the church, it's probably the only place big enough to hold the crowd. Verse 13. And of the rest, there's no man join himself to them, but the people magnify them. Now, what was the end of verse 33 in chapter 4? And great grace was upon them all. But the people magnified them. The church was gaining favor with those in the community. Again, what we saw in chapter 4, it is coming to pass in chapter 5, verse 14. And believers were the more added to the Lord, multitudes, both men and women. Let's look at the three things that's really leading up to this. One, the preaching of the word with boldness. Two, the signs and wonders 
which draw people to listen to the message. And number three, the lives being led by the believers. The lives we live, plus signs and wonders, plus the gospel, the gospel being the most important of the three, leads to what? Multitudes being added to the church. Everything that was prayed for in chapter 4 is coming to pass in chapter 5. Signs and wonders, yes. The word being preached, yes. The people looking at the believers, viewing them favorably, yes. In the result, they're open to hear the gospel message and they're believing in the Christ, the cross, the resurrection. All because God answers prayer. And we'll pick up with this in our next lesson.